guys, welcome to Basically Minimal. If you're trying to sell all your belongings and live in a white house, this is probably not the podcast for you, but you could stay. However, if you're just trying to live an everyday basic life and clean some of your house, then you're in the right place. I'm Morgan, and I'm just a basic girl who drinks Starbucks daily, loves a clean house, and just trying to live a little bit more minimal. On my podcast, we'll talk about organization, cleaning, living intentionally, and just all the good stuff. New podcasts will be out every Monday. Take me with you and listen while you empty the dishwasher or fold a load of laundry or go on a walk. Have a great week. Hey guys, welcome back to Basically Minimal. If you're new here, my name is Morgan. I'm a teacher and not yet a mom, but want to be somewhat soon. But today is about toy rotation. Most of my listeners, I'm assuming, come from my Instagram, which is a teacher Instagram. So if you're a mom or a teacher looking to keep your kids engaged and not quote-unquote bored, keep listening. If you're not, you might still come up with something, some sort of idea from this. I don't know. But first, I will explain what a toy rotation is or what I think it is. Then I will go into the benefits of doing it and my experience as a teacher and how I plan to do it as a mom tips on managing it, the whole thing. All right, so what it is. In simple terms, toy rotation is keeping the options of toys limited and switching them out every so often. Most playrooms are overflowing with toys, maybe not even playrooms, but family rooms, bedrooms, basements. A lot of people always comment about how I don't know because I'm not a mom. I legit cringe when people say that because I literally heard five-year-olds all day long, 20 some of them, while educating them, yes, teaching them how to read, putting band-aids on while tying a shoe, and somehow not having to turn around, but know someone is doing something they shouldn't be, while having to somehow walk across the room to answer the phone because they still haven't put in the lunch count because someone puked in the doorway. Moral of the story, I'm pretty much mom. The kids literally call me mom. No, I don't ask them to. (laughs) They just do it out of habit. Anyways, my point is, I know how kids work. I hear the, I'm bored. What can I play with? What is there to do? I mean, I only bought y'all a million games, the newest played out, anything and everything off Facebook Marketplace. You have a puzzle table, beads, like, what the heck? (laughs) I live in Ohio, so we have about 400 days of indoor recess. So that is when I hear how there's nothing to do, which I can imagine you hear at home when you don't take them to do 58 things during the day to keep them occupied in the summer or on weekends. Well, I slowly started to figure out that whenever there was something new, they were engaged. And it didn't have to be actually new. It just needed to be new to the room. So over the summer, I was like, I'm doing a toy rotation in my room next year. It is only week five, but I love it and I'm never going back. Okay, let's jump in. So you know how on Christmas or birthdays, kids are obsessed with all their new toys? I mean, I remember when I was a kid. That is how it works. I'm even like that now. If I get a new shirt, I want to wear it all the time or a new phone. I'm obsessed. Then the new washes away. Hello, it's human nature. So I don't know why we didn't think of this trick a long time ago. I mean, I'm sure some people were doing it, but it was not as common as it is now. It's just like when your kids go to someone else's house and they play with the trains for 10 hours and you're like, do you even like trains? It's because it's new to them. It's different. By nature, we don't love change, but we love new opportunities when we choose them. If a new toy is available and we have interest, we will go to it. Here are 10 benefits from an article I read from Simply Well Balanced. 
One, reduces clutter, ding, 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 totally agree. Two, improves behavior. I could definitely see this. Kids are more focused on new toys, and when they're engaged, they get into less trouble. Three, cleanup takes less time. Totally agree because there aren't as many things, so it doesn't get all mixed up. Four, fosters creativity. Five, saves money. Totally, because when you bring back out toys, they seem new or of of high value, but you already had them in the house. You didn't buy anything. Six, decreased frustration and overwhelm. True, because your child could be overstimulated by the endless options and toys everywhere. Seven, decreased stress and anxiety for the adult. Agreed. I hate clutter. I hate when toys are all mixed together. This stuff prevents that. Eight, new experiences equals learning. Basically, if they play with the same thing all the time, they stop having new experiences. Nine, increased independent play. Typically, people doing toy rotations are into Montessori, which a lot of times those people promote independent play. Um, I love all that stuff, but that is what this one is about, I would say. Same with eight, like how they stop having new experiences. You might be like, well, if you bring out the toys that they already played with, wouldn't they have had the same experiences? But it's like a refresher. Anyways, number 10 says creates more space for play. Yes, I totally agree with that. Then there's just more space in the room. So I'm going to talk about my future and my experience here. I have one area for toys for the kids in my classroom. It's their area. I used to have it say kids on the boxes because I have boxes. They're like containers that say teacher. But I noticed they would get sick of all the stuff and say, One clan played with hashtag blocks all the time. They would eventually become obsessed with something else because I made them. Because I said, you have stuff to play with. But I noticed every time I bought a new toy, that is what everyone wanted to play with. Baby Shark Play-Doh set, new puzzles, Lego set, guess who, anything. Then the novelty wears off and they're bored. Instead of spending every penny I own to buy new things all the time, I decided this year I would do toy rotation. So far, I've only changed the toys once, but it's only been just about five weeks, and they don't get that much like playtime anyways. They've noticed right away. A lot of the stuff are my childhood toys, and that makes my heart seriously turn to butter, seeing them be creative and playing. And I think back to when I used to move the little pound puppies into the fire truck on some adventure. Anyways, they do not care. The point is that they do not care that the toy is literally over 20 years old. It is new to them. I want four kids. Nick is pretty much on board. He's downstairs. This is my first podcast I'm taping with him here and it's so awkward, but... I'm going to have to get used to it, right? So anyways, I had wanted five, but I'm thinking four will be just fine. Nick and I both want boys and girls, so I could see him wanting a fifth or sixth if we have all boys or girls. (laughs) Yikes. Anyways, when I have kids, I definitely want to do this when they are young. When they get to like middle school age, I feel like they can find their own interests again, how I personally do like now. Sometimes I'm into reading, then I'm into puzzles, then I'm into walking, whatever. But for little kids, they need guidance. And I plan to do a toy rotation the second my kids are of age of playing with toys. So let's move into some tips. Uh, Let's talk about managing and where to store. I know some people may not have the space, but if you do have the toys already, then what you could do is buy some sort of chest or 
shelving type thing for the room where all the toys are and the toys that are not stay in there so like basically what I'm trying to say is have like toys out and then the toys that are in the chest are like okay these are off-limit toys like these stay in here whatever and then switch from there I keep in my classroom and I keep my toys in the plastic shoebox containers I did store them in an outside closet but I brought in a shelf. I got one at a garage sale this year, so I did put them all in there in my classroom. Another tip would be to get an area where they know the toys that are theirs that they can play with. I just have a shelf with six clear bins, and what's in the bins is theirs. Of course, at home, you could have more than that, but for us, that's good. Plus, in my classroom, we have dramatic play, which I switch out every, I don't know, three or four weeks anyways. So, they also have that, but going back to the area, like, my kids know that there's other toys in bins, but they're only allowed to play with the ones that are in the clear bins, and they have to wait until I rotate them out. Also, try to switch stuff that matches. So, for my six bins, I have a couple of building bins, an animal bin, and then the rest are creative play or imaginative play. I kept two the same as the last time and changed out four. Right now we have big Legos, which I traded for little Legos, bugs and plants, which I traded out the bugs with safari animals, building blocks, which I traded with the hashtag blocks, my little ponies, which were already there, I kept those. Pound puppies with their van. It was traded out with kitchen stuff, and I honestly can't think of the last one. Oh, um, they're the just the colorful Legos from Target. They're not actually Legos, though, so they can't be mixed, but they're definitely, like, you can tell that they're not Legos. I don't want to put all the animals out at the same time because the animals will just get mixed. I have ocean animals, bugs, safari, and dinosaurs, but they will all get mixed up as I've learned. So I separated them and then I keep like the little wildlife pieces like plants and trees in the bin and then I just switch out the animals. When I have kids, I'll probably switch stuff out on Sunday nights. New toys is like Christmas morning. My biggest tip would be to try and plan out when you will rotate, but give yourself grace if you miss the rotation day. Okay, that is it. Nick and I are watching Clickbait, so I really want to go and finish watching that. I wanted to tape this earlier in the week, and then I just kind of got sidetracked and um, I'm a little bit under the weather, so it is actually Sunday night when I'm doing this. I mocked this up, like, I don't know, maybe a week ago, but anyways, I will show you guys the rotation in our classroom on the Basically Minimal podcast Instagram. If a toy room with a million toys and no rotations is where it's at for you, great, no judgment. I just share because I found a little less clutter and a little more organization makes my life feel better and I want to share with everyone. Remember, living with intention is not an overnight thing. Habits take time. And if you are feeling called to donate, I have Colin's Project Outrun link in the show notes. It's an organization that provides Custom shoes to kids with cancer. I will talk to you next week. Bye.